1: Do strong men talk about their struggles? Do they confront hurtful secrets from their past? And what does that look like if they do? How do they conquer the issues that get them stuck in life like we women have to deal with? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Coffee, conversations of friends of faith to encourage and equip. I'm Kim Crable, your host. And joining me today for a very special program are some of the men who work alongside me in our ministry. They are the ones that host the very special program that is called Confront and Conquer. Confront and Conquer is the male version of my signature study, Burdens of Blessings, which most of you women for sure have heard about. It is a study. It's an eight-week journey, biblically crafted to allow its participants to look back at their past and allow to God to reveal his purpose. It is truly discovering the power of personal stories. And while the men who are going to be joining us today do a lot of things, they're very accomplished and successful in many ways, they are also the leadership and the heartbeat of this male ministry of our program. Today, we invite you to grab your coffee because you're going to get to see a very unique inside look at what happens when strong men... Find the courage to confront real struggles in their group, hello, men, and welcome to the show. We are delighted to have you i 'm going to first bring on Casey because most of our audience are so familiar with Casey. How, come on in, Casey. How are you this morning?
0: Good morning, Miss Jim. How are you?
1: Good, so Casey, you've done this show all of you. You've hosted this show before, right
0: I, I have I did my best I didn't fill your shoes, but I did the best that I could. <laughs> You did a
1: great job. You did a great job. And, and, and I, it, I think the audience uh, soared in numbers because – and what did you all do that day? You talked about men's issue again, right?
0: We did. I had a panel of men on that have um, – there were different age ranges with their kids and in their family lives that had all from different states that had hosted um, their own ministries and men's group in different places. And we just talked about that experience. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it was a powerful show it's always powerful when people get together at women, but boy there 's something even when men get together and really have this vulnerability, which is what we want to talk about today. So Casey, mm-hmm. uh, join us today. We have Sean and we have John. Would you introduce them and bring them on for us?
0: Sure, Sean and John are also members of the of the ministry. Um, I actually know Sean a little bit i 've known Sean a little longer um, they 're both awesome guys. Sean and I were part of the um, the original group at your house a couple years ago for Confront and Conquer. Um, And then both just want to be here to to talk and share in our word. Um, Something that you and I have talked about that we we try to remind people of all the time is none of us are theologians or scholars. We're regular guys and we're dads and we're husbands and we're, you know, we're in the word as best we can. But sometimes people think we're experts. Um, in all this stuff, and we're, we're really not. We're trying to just do our best every single day to share the word and share our experience in our own words. So I want to welcome them on. They're two awesome guys, and hopefully we'll have a really good
2: discussion today. I know we will.
1: Absolutely. John, Sean, come on in. Welcome to the show.
2: Hi, Miss Kim. Hi, hey, Ms. Kim. Good morning.
1: Hey, hey, good morning. So why don't you all take just a minute and just tell us a l- something about yourself. Let's we'll start with Sean.
2: Sure, uh, I'm Sean. I live in uh, Maryland, and I have been a part of Confront and Conquer for the. This will be my third time going through. Uh, I was introduced to this by uh, Burdens or by my wife, who's been in Burdens Blessings for over eight years. Um, it's had a great impact on our family. Uh, and just a little bit of background on myself: I was a uh, Division One college athlete back in the day, um, which is. I think part of my story and, and, um, I look forward to, to sharing, uh, some stuff with your listeners today.
0: Go Terps. Right, Go Terps. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. That's Maryland for you people who are outside <laughs> Baltimore, like I am now. <laughs> and more about, <laughs> uh, and John.
3: Uh, good morning. Uh, I'm John. I, I live just outside of Baltimore, like, uh, Sean does. Uh, um,
2: the newest member
3: of this group, and I knew of Burdens to Blessings, and a friend of mine who's in that group told me about the men's version of it, and I talked to Casey, and he, uh, he wrangled me in. A uh, little background mm-hmm. on me. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a retired firefighter and paramedic. Um, coinciding with that, I, I, I was uh, working as a private practice therapist in, in mental health, uh, looking, you know, looking to find better ways of treating trauma especially in the, the fire and emergency services
2: profession.
1: Interesting. Thank you, John. That's that's very interesting. And, you know, Casey, just in case someone yes. new is to the audience today, tell them a little bit about you.
0: Sure. I'm the president and founder of Parents Inspire, an online digital media company that my wife and I started. Um, I've spent my life as an entrepreneur and consultant um, doing um, public speaking and keynotes, but also helping transform companies and Moved into the digital media space with my wife. We started a company last year, which has brought us great joy, um, called Parents Inspired. So it's been a lot of fun and a lot of work, but all good. Um, and then I forgot to say in my intro too, um, John and I, our daughters are close friends, and um, I coach them in soccer together. So, and uh, we met, mm-hmm. you know, through church. So good connection, mm-hmm. the three of us together, and um, had an opportunity to to continue our our relationship and growth as, in, in, in these confront and conquer groups, which has been. Really rewarding.
1: Mm. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. I know you're busy, man. I know you have a lot going on, but I I thank you for making this a priority. You know, I think most of you, the three of you, have shared um, pretty much how you found out about the program and for our listeners, again, it's called Confront and Conquer. It's the male version of Birds of the Blessings, which really is looking, you know, going through your past and trying to figure out, you know, why that happened or how I can use it, you know, really putting God's purpose on it. So, guys, let me ask you this. And if, when you answer, if you'll just start out using your name so we'll know who is who, uh, when you first heard about it, what what were, your, what were your first thoughts, what were your first hesitations, What you know, What what did you think?
2: Hi, this is Sean. Um, I would say I wasn't in a very good place when, when my, wor- my wife approached me about it, um, but I was certainly excited uh, to, to try it. I'd never had a men's group before, so um, I would say nervous and wasn't quite uh, sure what I, was, what I was getting into, uh, to be honest. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I'm super glad I did. So that, that was kind of my initial hey. thought of it.
4: You
1: know, Sean, you brought up a good point right there that I feel like we need to tell uh, our listeners is that, you know, everyone just heard you say, you know, my wife has been in it for eight years and she's been doing this study, but I didn't know what, what to expect. And, audience, that's because we don't talk about what happens outside the groups, right, Sean? So you didn't know what was going on. Uh, you knew you saw the fruit of it maybe, but you didn't really understand the president because of the confidentiality that is so important in this group. Guys, talk about that for a minute.
2: Yeah, I could just expand real quick. I'll let the other guys go. But absolutely, I I saw, you know, a tremendous positive change uh, in my wife and growth in her faith, Uh, but I had no idea uh, what was behind it, right, Um, until I got into Mm -hmm. the confront and conquer portion. So, um, and, yes, we – we don't discuss anything that happens in our group uh, with our spouses or anybody outside the group as part of the agreement, um, and that's also part of from the men's side. Part of our our bond is is that we hold we hold each other uh, our personal um, things that we share. We hold that dearly within our group to support one another. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, Casey or John, would you all either like to talk about that? Uh, maybe your hesitations, uh, what you first thought.
3: This is uh, this is John. I uh, just want to expand on what what Sean said. That you know, coming in as a new as a, as a new member of the group, uh, you know, I didn't know what they were going to do with it. So I mean, there there was there was some hesitation, but it, it clearly became you know evident that what was said there was going to be, was going to stay there. And there was mm-hmm. this level of comfort that, that I took from that that gave me the ability to feel like I could get in touch with what I needed to, to be mm-hmm. able to to share and help, you know, not only help myself, but help anyone else in that group as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Ab- absolutely.
3: Yep. Yeah, okay. I,
0: similar. I mean, um, Chad, my close friend, asked me to do it, and I always say it's kind of, two things you know when you get an invitation from from your wife or in my case a guy that you trust you kind of just your inclination is to say yes and i think the important thing about the way we we've talked to once you go through this to not only ask guys that you think would get something out of it but also to, to ask them to be someone who you know and love and trust that can be an active participant and add to the group right so sometimes the ask comes across, and we mean it well, but the ask comes across as one directional, like, come and we can help you, and that's true, but what I try to remind guys of, it, and when John and I talked about it, I said this to him, it's like, you're an awesome guy, with an incredible story, and other guys need to hear it, you know, we, we want you to come in because I think, um, yes, you and me, all of us, get something from it, uh, we also give a lot to it, and I think that's the really important um, bi-directional process that happens through these groups. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I've heard all of you kind of allude to, you know, how quickly uh, we bonded. And, you know, with the ladies when we start uh, that first session, I mean, we, we dive in. This is a, a no-frills-thrills kind of study, that's for sure. Um, so when we first start uh, that first evening, who who would like to kind of explain how, how that works that first night?
0: I'm happy to start, and then I'll, I'll let John and, and Sean chime in. This is Casey. And, uh, the first thing we, you know, we do an introduction, and I think we, we have our name tags out with just our first name. And you've heard me on previous shows if you've listened, we laughed because we didn't even some of the guys I knew I knew some of their really personal family or other issues and, and stuff, and I didn't even know their last name or what they did for a living. You know, five weeks later, so start with first names, and we do an introduction, and the. Uh, the kind of activity we do in those first week or the first week or two is around that the brown bag, um, and then we call it the armored suitcase, which I can come back to in a second. We've talked about that on other shows, um, but that introduction kind of happens that first night. And to your point, Mr. Kim, um, in every I've been through three, and every single time you go through it, the the the, the, the speed with which you get into very real topics and very important topics. Um, it's always amazes me you know it, we it's not yeah we talk about surface stuff and we'll joke about sports and that's all fun and good stuff to talk about it's great it's, an, it's engaging but we jump into really important issues whether it be you know struggles with abuse or um, alcoholism or depression or just you know kids going through a tough time or not sure where we are with our face walk at the moment you know it gets it gets very real very quickly and once one guy does it it's like a built in invitation for everyone else to do the same thing
1: mm. Absolutely, because we actually have people. We found a way on Zoom that people can share with the women. We ask them, you know, what's in the, what's in the bag? What What are you covering up that that no one knows about? It? What What's the secret that's eating away at you? And then we turn that, um, you know, to to what what's in the bag that that's eating away at your confidence? You know, your your sleep at night. All, all these different things. And so, you know, that first night, we allow people to answer that question anonymously. And even on Zoom, we figured out how to make that happen. So you guys were answering that. How surprised were you all that first night when you know most of you didn't know each other that we were able to set up this way? Even I couldn't see it. Everyone was listed as a brown bag. And you. how surprised were you all at the level of depth of the hurt that was in that group of strong, uh, successful uh, Division One therapist uh, nonprofit owning group. I mean, fathers, dads. They were, were you all just shocked at, at the level of uh, the hurt and the pain?
3: This is John. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, I was. We re, reiterated the idea that everybody, whether you come from a well-educated professional background or not, regardless of color, creed, or gender, everybody's okay. going to carry something with them at some point. And mm-hmm. it, it opened me up to the idea and reminded me I'm not in it alone. Other people are going through mm-hmm. things too, and it just reminded me of the purpose for being there is to be able to share this and remind someone else, no, you're not alone either.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Anybody else?
2: Uh, this is Sean. I, I would concur. I think um, it's been interesting going through this three times, um, and I wasn't surprised that every man had a burden. I was uh, mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised that every man shared their burden. Um, yeah. So I think, and and uh, it opened my eyes to the fact that, obviously, and I think I think we're all pretty cognizant of it, but. You know, we all put on a good face when we walk around, especially men. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so uh, it was refreshing to hear, hey, you know, th- these, these, guys, these guys are carrying, you know, it, it's obviously different, but they're carrying some pain too, and, and they need to let it out. Um, and, you know, some people are, you know, come forward quicker, and some people wait a little bit. So, um, but, yeah, that's, that was kind of my feeling.
0: Ms. Yeah, Kim, can I? Let me. Please, please. I was, I was going to just. I think what Sean and John both said really does tail nicely into the, the kind of revisiting the brown bag and the armored suitcase <laughs> concept. Yes.
2: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Do you want? Do you want me to talk about the brown bag, or do you want to do that first?
1: No, yeah, go ahead. Right no, you've
0: covered. So, and then I'm, I'm sure your loyal listeners have heard it before, but the the brown bag is one of Miss Kim's. Um, really important metaphors that she uses, like literally a little brown paper bag. And what she she wrote about this in her book, and we use it in the discussion, we tuck our burdens and we tuck our hurts and we tuck our pains into that brown paper bag and we carry them with us. And why the brown paper bag is a really helpful analogy, I think, is because it's it's nondescript, it's not flashy. So if you see a brown paper bag around, you don't think anything of it. And that was kind of the Sean and John's point, that we're carrying them, you just don't really see it. And it's really important that we open up our brown paper bag and empty out those burdens. And what we did when we re- we rewrote the curriculum for Confront and Conquer is we said, I think we've got to add an element to that specifically for men, and we call it the armored suitcase. And this isn't to say that it's harder or easier for men or women to share their burdens. It's hard for both in, in similar and different ways. What I find is unique about the men's side is that As men, we're encouraged to be tough and to be strong and to lock it up and to not share. And sometimes that message, very often that message, came to us either through society or from our own father or from our brother or from our friends in college or growing up. And it just gets reinforced. And sometimes it's spoken like, you know, tough guys don't share their emotions. And and sometimes it's it's more passive. But it's there, right? and, And we're, as men, reinforced To lock it up. So what we say is we take that brown paper bag and then we put it in an armored suitcase that looks nondescript, looks like any other suitcase, but that thing is locked tight because we got to carry it with us Mm. and make sure those burdens never get out. And what we talk about with our men's group is open up that suitcase, open up the contents, get the bag out and share it. And when we finally do, to, to what we've all said and Sean and John both touched on this, an amazing thing happens where other men see and hear it and say, "Holy cow, I can do that too." And we all have kind of agreed, like, this whole dynamic that men shouldn't share that stuff is not healthy, you know. We have to acknowledge that it's there because it is, but we've got to break through that, and we've got to be better as men saying, you know, how are you? How's your your birth? How's your walk with Christ? How are you feeling today, you know, in a real way? And when that starts happening, Mm -hmm. incredible friendships and incredible um, openings occur that previously were locked up.
2: Yeah,
1: absolutely. It's, it's it's amazing to watch. You can see, um, and I, I mentioned this to one of you all. Um, I, it, when you can see in in someone's eyes the thoughts of "Am I going to step beyond this this code of silence, this wall of silence to really speak?" Um, and and it's one of the things that I've noticed is that once one man says, "Hey, I'm going in. I'm going for it," how it automatically in most cases, speaks to another man and calls out that person's hurt. It's, they're, they're just so much alike that it gives the other, it's almost permission to say, okay, you did it, now look look at mine. D- don't you all see that every time we go through this?
2: Absolutely. Uh, this is Sean again. I don't, know, I don't know if I'm still supposed to say my name, but uh, anyway. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I, would, I would say, too, as can that um, – and, again, I can only reference my case, right, is, and I think something that's important for men to, that may be listening is, is that, you know, th- this is an eight-week uh, study, but, you know, I've done it three times, and, and the reason I'm going to continue to do it is because I didn't have just one burden in my bag, right? I had, a, I had, a, I had, 40, I had 40 years of burdens in my bag. Um, yeah. and, and, and the one I started with, the one I started with, was, was a very real one, but it was just the tip of, uh, where, where I needed to go. Um, so, you know, what's interesting to me about this, w- about this journey is, is that as you go through the process, the the first burden that you write in your pe- round paper bag, at least in my case, that was one very, that was a, a symptom of the issues that I had yeah. going on. So, um, you know, I think that's important, at least for me to convey when I when I share with others what what uh, this study means to me and and you know where I started and where I am now, which is you know halfway through the bag. So to speak. Mm, yeah. <laughs>
1: well, of course, I, you know we've. I've been through this. I've probably taught this a hundred times or more, and it, I get something from it. I grow from it every time I go through it because life changes, circumstances changes. The Bible tells us we're going to have trials and tribulations. You know, it's life is not meant to be easy, but this sure does give a purpose to whatever pain comes in. One of the things I want to talk about, you all, is um, Casey talked about. Um, and, and oh, by the way, audience, let me just tell you, I'm learning things about these guys I didn't know. I, I had no idea John was a the therapist. You know, because we don't talk about those things in our studies, do we, guys? I mean, I knew I just wow. um, it, it, it. It's like John shows up, Sean shows up, Casey's here. It's like okay, so we get into you know lives, not not what do you do or your profession. It really is about the per the person who shows up. But here's something I want I want you all to uh, to talk about discuss it, you know, we talk about putting this bag. Casey, you said, you know, which is true. We take the, we take these burdens, we put them in a, in a brown paper bag, you know, and then the men have said, and not only do we put them in a brown paper bag, then we put them in this nondescript briefcase, and it's dead bolted and it's it locked. Well, it's 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 there. It's not visible. But isn't it true that it's still manifested in our lives? Isn't it true that that burden is manifested even though it can't be seen? Let's talk about that because so many people say, hey, if it's in a bag, if it's locked up, let's just keep it locked up, right? But it's not. It is seeping out every day. Let's talk about that for a minute, guys.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it becomes it's just like anything else. Like If if we decide to um, you know, feed our soul or fear our spirit with something good that grows. If if you if you have something in your in your past that's negative and you, it doesn't go treated or you don't talk about it, it feeds another whole garden or whatever you want to call it of, of behavior that comes out of it. You know, and what I've found too, and I I think the three of us would all agree on this. Once once you release the burden or you talk about it. It's like someone took the lid off of a steaming pot and kind of let all the steam out. Like if, if you just have that little hole like in the tea kettle, it's that whistle, it's that piercing, and trying to hold it all in takes so much energy. And, and it's energy that you're not even realizing you're spending on it, and I wasn't realizing I was spending on it until it was gone. And then I, I thought, holy cow, I, I did not hold on to this. I, I was holding on, on to that for a while. And once you let it go, that energy that's freed up, in addition to the freedom that you feel, I felt after sharing it, and we all feel after sharing it, is also something that allows allowed me and all, all of us, I think, to spend that energy on something else. To say, well, shoot, mm-hmm. I'm going to spend that energy building a better relationship with someone else, or I'm going to spend it getting into the word every morning more than I did before. That's the thing that I I've mm-hmm. personally found the difference. So once it's, once you start to release it, you get this energy and life back because you're not spending that energy clinging to that pain and trying to hide it because it takes an emotional toll on your on your psyche and your heart and you know, on your soul
1: and, and let's talk about what are some ways it's so true casey i mean we see it we think we're hiding it and i i've lived with that for so many years we think you know but mine was being manifested in so many ways what are some of the ways that these what we think are hidden burdens these hidden pains um what are some of the ways that we talked about in our group that we saw that, that are the ways that are manifested in our lives and our home life and our uh, business, and uh, our choices.
2: Um Miss um, Kim, let uh, go ahead, Sean. Go ahead. No, you go ahead, Sean. Uh, so Please. this is this is Sean. Um so if anybody, you know, knows Miss Kim, she's poking for one of us to share. Um, <laughs> and I'll take I'll take the I'll take the bait, Miss Kim. Um <laughs> so, so And we uh, do laugh a
1: lot in our groups too, so
2: <laughs> Yeah, Go sorry, I, you, you know I have to joke if I'm gonna if I'm gonna bear my soul to a bunch of people I don't know. Um so but again, yeah, I mean, right, how how did it manifest in, in my life, right? I mean the first burden I wrote down was depression. And I was. I was in massive depression. Um but what did that turn into? That turned into alcoholic behavior. Um and, you know, so all those burdens in my bag brought out two very huge symptoms in my life that had a massive impact on my family's life and the people's around me's life, um, and you know I was able to hold it together for a really long time uh, until I wasn't, and mm-hmm. you know those are two symptoms that you know that uh, that manifested itself into a point where from a depression perspective, I you know I could barely get out of bed and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would use alcohol to try to get through a day. Um, and you know, that behavior was, was not, not like me. Um, and you know, there's a quote I've used it with the guys before, but I live by it. Um, where, you know, and and it was a guy that that said it to me, which is the pain when the pain of remaining the same becomes greater than the fear of change, you will surely let go. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that piece to me, um, represents the process of confront and conquer for me personally. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it was kind of, uh, you know, as you've told your story, Ms. Kim, um, you know, it, you carry those burdens for so long um, and you pile them up that, you know, it's hard to figure out where to start unless you're, yeah. you know. And, and, but once you do, um, those, you know, those symptoms I talked about can be corrected. So that was a long winded answer. Um but I thought I thought I'd take the bait.
1: No, that's good, Sean, because there are a lot of people because we you know, when the pain gets so great and just like you said, and we we're, we're gonna have to take a thirty second break, but I wanna come back to this and maybe even John and Casey would like to uh make comments on this. But you know, when you think about it, when you the thing about this is we don't allow ourselves time to think. You know, we're too busy trying to cover up and trying to push back, and the whole, the whole concept of confront and conquer is quit running away from it and stand still and confront it. And that takes a lot of courage uh, to do that. But that's what this study brings you to. It's like I don't want to run anymore. I want to confront this. And one of the reasons, before we go to break, and then we're going to come back, because, listen, I want you to hear this. One of the reasons it's so important when we talk about why does this matter Yes, it matters to each of these men. Yes, it matters to their current wives and to their families. But let me, tell you, let me go deeper. What these men are doing is they're standing up for the future generations. What they're doing is they're saying, it stops with me. That someone along the line is going to have to say, I'm going to be strong enough to say no more. I'm going to fight like heck. To turn this around I'm going to defeat this in my life So I can show the, the future generations That it can be done I'm not going to pass this along I'm going to confront it and conquer it So if you're listening right now And if for no other reason And you're thinking "Well, I can't, I can't beat this alcoholism I can't, I can't share this secret of infidelity I can't, I can't share that, that I have this addiction I can't share that work is hard. I can't, I can't talk about this debt I can't talk Listen You can. And not only can you, think about how you maybe must do that because it can begin a generation of blessings on your family. We're going to take a 30-second break, and then we're going to come right back. And, guys, I want you all to be ready to talk about that, okay? We'll be right back, 30 seconds.
0: (laughs) Hey, everyone. Let's all
2: stop what we're doing and take a moment. You see? Every moment can be kind of special, but it could be loud moments, goofy moments, dorky moments. It doesn't
0: matter because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Coffee. Conversations of Friends of Faith to Encourage and Equip. Before we get back to our show, we'd like for you to learn more about our ministry and what we do. Simply go to uh, uh, our website, www.kimcrable.org, or you can go on to our Facebook page. We have lots of things going on. We have uh, in radio and TV all about just uh, presenting stories of hope so that you can latch on to that and see and reclaim the power of your story. So check us out at kimcrable.org. Also, under there, if you go there, hit programs and click down to the confront and conquer portion where you can learn more about how to in this ministry. So thank you again for joining us. It's always a delight to have you. We have such an incredible audience that listens each week and we've become friends. We're building a safe place, even on the radio, where we can begin to talk and break down those walls. You know, the enemy, the Bible tells us that we do have an enemy in 1 Peter 5, 8. And it says his job, his role is to come into our lives to try to kill, steal, and destroy that which God created us to do. And it can be very easily done, and it can sneak upon us. In Genesis, we are told that the enemy crouches at the door of every opportunity. So, friends, whatever opportunity that that lies before you, whatever God created you to do, know that it's supposed to be a battle to get it done. And that's the basis of one of the scriptures in in this study we find in Judges six twelve, where the angel of the Lord goes to Gideon and says, calls him mighty warrior, when actually at that point he was anything but a warrior. But these men that you're listening to today are warriors. And Gideon fought his way to be a a warrior. And I believe that that's what we all must do, men or women. We see ourselves as not as we are now, but as we are potentially, as we are as God created us. And we walk toward that. And we begin to take off all the things the world has put upon us, to, to clear the way for the role that God has for us. So, man, let's talk about that for a little bit. Do you agree with the fact that someone in some generation is going to have to stand up and say no more to these thoughts and these tendencies? Mm-hmm. And um, Let's talk about that for just a minute because I think that's a very important concept in this study.
0: Yeah, I, absolutely. I, we've said it before. If, if you're a guy, I mean, women listening to, in this case, you know, we're all guys, but And you have a burden or you have stress or you have pain or hurt. Welcome to the club. You know, you're human and you're normal. We all have it. So to to ignore that is to ignore, in essence, of our existence as flawed people and as sinners. You know, that's just the nature of who we are. So to try to ignore that and bury it isn't worthwhile because you're just going to, you can't dig a hole deep enough. You can't, the bag isn't big enough. So, yeah, I, Right. Not only agree with that, I would say you're not. Don't worry, you're not unique. We're, you, well, your bird might be unique, but we're all we're all on this together, and that we all have them, and we should share them. And my my version, which I've talked about on the show too, is I was particularly like really stressed with work and just not feeling like my walk was in a good place. And what happens often with me is it's a withdrawal from my wife and kids. Um, I the, the the logic that happens in my head is. I'm not gonna burden them this with this them with this and I'm just gonna be dad when I get home, like dinner and, and try to hang out with the kids and whatever. And while that logic sounds right in my head, the problem is I'm not fooling anybody. Right? My my wife is mm-hmm. listening right now and she's she's probably laughing, like, Oh yeah, you fooled me with that act, never, right? Your your wife can see right through <laughs> it. And so I'm exhausted, I'm not happy and then trying to hold that in is making me more exhausted and less happy and it's just this vicious cycle, and I'm trying to be active and with my kids, and I'm not because I'm exhausted and annoyed and, and and just not feeling good about things. And um, what I what I flipped it after going through this is I, I just started, I mean my wife and I talk about everything for the most part anyway, but I just started saying like, look, here's what here's where my heart's at, here's the day, here's what I'm feeling, and we actually told the kids we didn't give them like every detail, but we started telling them like, look, I had a really I'm having a really tough couple of weeks or a tough couple of months, you know, and and here's why their response was just beautiful. I mean, my, my son, I think at the time was probably eight or nine and he just gave me a big hug. And he's like, dad, I'm sorry you had such a terrible day, but I love you. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that we're here. And that night I told Miss Kim the story too. I was reading my daughter a bedtime story and she just put her head on my chest and said, I love you. And you're a great dad. And I'm really sorry that, you know, you're not happy right now. Um, and when, when your kids do that, it, they have the ability to level us as men. And, and Sean and John and I are all girl dads. We all have daughters, you know, so there's that element, too. It's a different dynamic, right? You love, I love my kids equally, but it's also differently when you have boys and girls. It's a different dynamic. Oh, but yeah. um, just have mm-hmm. the key to your heart, right? And in and, and, mm-hmm. and 20 seconds with that gesture, totally leveled me, uh, both of them did. Mm-hmm. And that's when you just gotta kind of pray and say, thank you, God, for that moment and for humbling me as a dad to know that. I'm not in it alone, and I don't have to be in it alone. And, the, you know, in addition to my wife, the other two wonderful reminders that we have in our life every day are these two kids that have been sent to us by God and don't disconnect from that.
1: You know, Yell, uh, uh, yells Yale, on. We're going to bring Yell on in just a minute. But, Casey, um, you know, what you said there, and, and I wish Ramey were here talking, your wife were here to talk to me, because I think that she would totally agree with me on this. You know, your mind is saying, "Don't burden my wife," my, and, and this is for Sean and John as well. Your mind is saying, "Don't burden your family," don't don't say anything, and so be protective, keep that in the in the brown paper bag. But as a wife and as a child, I'm thinking, "What have I done wrong? Why is he home mm-hmm. with me? Is the marriage falling apart? What is going on outside?" You know, it's just. You know, so really the burden is heavier. Oh, I wish Ramey were on here. I know she has so many incredible things to say about this. But (laughs) the the burden is actually heavier when you don't know what's wrong. So when you speak it as a wife, there's such a relief. It's like, oh, you know, gosh, we we can get through anything together. We just need to know we're together. So really – it, it, and, and that's one of the things that, I, that we see that happens in, in the study, and John, maybe you can speak to this as well, is that when we are able to share our hurt and our pain in the group, it, all, it makes it easier to share with your wife, with your family. Once it's accepted, then you don't feel that threat. Is that, is that correct, guys? I, I believe it,
3: absolutely. And I, I think some of where things build up is because we're we're trying to fit this, this model that has been set out in front of us. And everything that is out in the world today, from social media, television, everything else, has all of these other influences that challenge those things. So we're trying mm-hmm. to juggle all these different all these different bowling pins and it makes it very yeah. incredibly difficult. And kind of to, to go back to what Sean and Casey were saying, I, I, I love using my analogies from the fire department days, but the pressure is, the pressure is there. And from a hazardous materials, if you, if you look at a vessel and we ourselves are a vessel, once the pressure gets too much, On the inside and it's greater than the outside we have that moment of of an explosion and that's that that's where we can end up emotionally is having this emotional blevy and that's what happened with me as i got to that point and it just well thankfully wasn't catastrophic the way that it could have been and it was finally realizing that it wasn't just one thing oftentimes yeah. that first burden is like Sean said it's a symptom of something more than that, and it can be a symptom of many things, not just one thing. it doesn't yeah. always have to be that one thing, but it's realizing what what everything was as a sum total, and this mm-hmm. group has opened has opened me up to that and helped me realize that and better understand that and to, to come to accept that and to, to realize that, you know, like, like Casey said, there, there isn't anything, there might be uniqueness to my own story, but there's nothing unique to my burden that other men, especially men in this group in particular that I've experienced, haven't gone through themselves.
1: Yeah, and John, we had men from California to Baltimore, you know, different different areas, um, and so it didn't even matter which region you lived in. It's, it's just being the man and the burdens and uh, that you carry, right?
3: Absolutely, so. and and the, the the best part was, it, no one, it, it never felt like anyone. It, to me, it felt like everyone was in a group in person. That that's how connected yeah. I felt to it was that the, the connection to the group yeah. was. It might have been virtual. Yeah. I might have been in my office, and Casey was wherever he was, and Sean is at his home. It never to, to me it didn't feel like it. That was a, that connection, and there was that that constant interaction and productive interaction that just drew drew me in and kept me engaged mm. and opened me up to a whole other another perspective that I hadn't taken into account before.
1: You know, you said something that I want to address. Then we're going to bring Yale on. and then I have a final question I want to ask each of you. But um, you talked about once you stepped into it, and Sean has mentioned this, and and Casey, too, actually, off of way, We've talked about, you know, the bag is just full. There's so much. And, you know, I know, Sean, yours goes all the way back to when you were a little boy. And, and most of our hurts do, actually. But, um so You know, it's like, well, gosh, if I'm a listener, I might think, well, I don't, I don't even know where to get started. But it's like what you just said, John, I believe. is like you just step into it. Just take the – grab the first burden, and, and Sean mentioned this, Just take the first one that seems the largest that's trying to eat away at you, the one that keeps you up at night. Start there, right? Just start somewhere. Absolutely. Uh, it's it's it, it, more it, about, it, you know – go ahead.
3: I, I, I look at it and approach it the same way that Casey reads the Bible. Open it up, point to a verse, and start there. There you go. Once you start, yeah. it's, more, it's more important to start than trying to figure out the perfect place to start. Because if we're looking for yeah. perfection, we'll never get started.
1: There you go. I, I read a quote this, uh, this morning. That's, that's something I should have written it down. Something like, 20 uh, years from today, we're not going to regret what we did. We're going to regret what we didn't do. And, um, and that's one of the things I want to do about this study, because I, shows like today, because I want men to understand this is something that they really might want to do because it, is, it, it opens up so much. And that's what I want to talk about. I'm going to bring on Yale, and then we only have about uh, 12, 13 minutes. But I want to ask each of you, and, and it can be in conversation form or however you all want to discuss this. But first, let's bring on Yale. Good morning,
4: Yale. Hey, guys. How are you? What's up, hey. Yale? Hey, 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 amen. So I've been listening. I've been listening to you guys, and um, you really hit some um, beautiful points. A couple of things that I was thinking about, and I've been I did this study too in the beginning, so it's my third time. Um, so from a global thing, I'm like I say to myself, and this is something I say to myself, not only just to sell the the group, but you know, us men, how many how many opportunities do we go and say we got to better our golf game? So let's go get a golf to teach us how to swing or if you're at the gym you know i, I need a spot with this weights and because we want to better ourselves in those environments and and it's frustrating to know that we want to better ourselves in living in life but yet we don't reach out and so each time i say to myself i don't want to do that group i don't want to join that group i say well would i go out for a run so my pants can fit if this wedding that's coming up or will i you know will i go see that golf pro so my swing can get better so I don't embarrass myself on the, on the links. And so you have to know that that's what it is. I mean, you know, know, we're here to help each other. And for me particularly, um, you know, it's, it, 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 I came at a time when things were going, you know, South in my life. That's when God told me to show up to this group. Um, and the big thing that I would say is the takeaway is that no matter whose burden it is, it all affects our lives. I mean, what, whatever that burden might be, it affects. It, it, it affects how you react with your family, and you, whether you're quiet or whether you lash out at them. And, and just like Casey, you know, the legacy is that three years later, my 14-year-old daughter can look at me and say, Dad, you, you look like something's on your mind, or you look like what, what's going on. Why are you so stressed today? And that's the legacy is is to is because you're, you're pouring into your family, and they see it, and they learn tips. And, um, you know, that's the blessing from it all. And the other issue is that you're not a burden to the group. Your burden is not a burden to the group. Your burden is a blessing to the group. Your yeah. burden right. is is gives us strength. And um, and you're qualified. You're qualified to talk about our burden. You're qualified to sit with us and say, hey, you know, I, I, I know how you feel. Or, gosh, you know, what can I do for you? So there are plenty of guys in the groups that I would say, you know, and, you know, you get to, you do, you get to a comparison. You say, well, his burden is a little bit bigger than my burden. What's, you know, should I share? Should I not share? But at the end of the day, you know, we just want to all get to the same place. And that's to be, you know, better husbands and fathers and friends and men in this world. So don't come thinking that your yeah, burden absolutely. is a burden. Your burden is a blessing. And I, you know, that's what it is. Absolutely.
1: And you, you brought up a very valid point there. It, one of the things that listeners that we try to do is not compare the size of the burden because here's the thing. What is a burden? It's anything that's keeping you from your best self. It's anything that keeps <laughs> you up at night. So it's, it's, it's very personal, and sometimes the men openly talk about their burdens, and sometimes they don't. But I'll just like uh, Yell just said, any time a man or a woman speaks their burden, it truly helps a, there's a bonding, it, it becomes a voice of hope, and so really those things that have been eating away at you, we talk about actually become things that you feed hope into the group. Well, guys, we have about 10 minutes left, so I want each of you to, boy, I knew this was going to go by so fast, but I want each of you to um, speak uh, to, uh, to this. What would you say, in just a couple of minutes, each of you, what would you say was the most impactful part of the study for you. Who would like to start? What is the most impactful part of the study for you?
3: I'll start. This John. Okay. To me, it was coming in as a complete newcomer, and first and foremost, being welcomed into the group and feeling like a member of a group and being among a group of other men who who cared unconditionally mm-hmm. from the beginning and it was very it was very warm and empathetic and very comfortable from the beginning that allowed me to, to to my next point is understanding that Ms Kim has a a way of knowing when you are trying to say something that you just can't get out and being able to help guide you down that path and being able to express whatever that burden is and be able to put it out there so it can finally come off of your heart and it can be spread among everyone else and that we all talk about it, we all share it, and realizing that I can finally rid myself of this demon.
4: It's
1: mm. powerful. Thank you, John. That's that's powerful. Thank you so much. Who else?
3: I think for John?
0: me, the um, this is Casey. i The link, Casey. The, the burden sharing, as I mentioned, is really powerful, and and that was huge. Yeah. I think for me, the linkage to the Bible was was something that I was missing in my adult life. You know, it wasn't because I had mm-hmm. read. I I was I was praying. I was going to church on Sunday. You know what but I joked in our first group that I felt like I was doing the, the, my my relationship with God had turned into the equivalent of texting and Facebook messaging a woman and saying that she's your girlfriend. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, no, you actually have to have a relationship. You can't just, right. And so I felt like that's kind of where my relationship with God was. You know what I mean? It was like, oh yeah, I'm good with God. And it's like, well, am I, you know, am I really? So I think once I really got back into the word and to John's point, yeah, I started just opening the Bible and pointing the verses and reading them, it, then started giving more of my burdens to that group but also through the bible and to god and that was that connection and that marriage if you will was is it was and still very much is a part of my life and very important and something that had gone a bit dormant and now i feel like i have a more holistic healthy relationship Mm,
1: that is beautiful casey that i mean that that's just beautiful men are you okay women are you okay that's you know that was great that's something for each of us to consider. Um, who else? Uh, we have um, Yale or Sean. This is
4: Yale. Yeah. I would say for me, this is Yale, I would say for me it's, it's, um, it's just the immediate bond. I mean, to know that you have a group of men that are there for you. Um, you may have not grown up with or done life with or even know their last name, I mean, until, you know, the last week. I mean, it's just – but it's amazing to me how – the bond is in that, you know, when I wake up in the morning and I say, gosh, I have an issue, um, I really want to reach out to the group and give them or, or I want to ask these guys for prayer. And the times that I don't do it and I sit by myself, those are my biggest regrets because I say, gosh, I really think mm-hmm. the guys could have brought me through this, this one, on this one. And um, it mm-hmm. gives you an outlet. It gives, you know, because you don't want to, you really don't want to burden your family all the time with your you know, you do need an outlet. You do need a little bit of escape, so you can come fresh um, to your family, yes. to do the right thing. But that's not saying that you want to exclude your family from it. So that for me is just that. Mm-hmm. That like I know that I could call any of these guys and they would show up, and I would do the same for them, and it wouldn't even there wouldn't be a question. So that's just a, it's amazing to me.
1: It's a tight, it's a tight bond, isn't it? Yeah, I mean. Guys, I mean, once these once and same with women, once we burst through that that facade and really share share show ourselves as we are—the good, the bad, the success, and the struggles—it is there's an, a there's a bond there that we will truly battle for each other. It's like none other. So, guys, women, if you're out there, listen. May 11th next week, we're starting a new burns the blessings. Find out how. Come find out, and we'll be starting to confront and conquer soon. But that leads us to Sean. Sean, what would you say was the most impactful? What what is what are you left with from taking that study?
2: Um, well first of all I feel like the dumb guy found a lot of smart people being the last to go. Uh <laughs> these guys are these guys are brilliant. So um Sean. Uh, I, I would no, no I would say uh I would I would say uh you know, I, I echo everything they said. Uh for me, right, it's I, I I started the study spiritually bankrupt and emotionally bankrupt, oh, yeah. and mm. and and I didn't I didn't have you know I went to Catholic school uh, I got married Catholic, um, we were going to church we were doing all the right things I was leading a, a young men's group, but I was spiritually bankrupt and I, I didn't have or know what it was like to have a real relationship with God, um, and mm. quite frankly quite frankly obviously you and the men. Uh, we're a big part of that, but my burdens being taken over was when I gave it up to God and let him take over my life. Cause when I, you know, my best thinking gets me in a lot of trouble. So um, for, for me, for me, it was giving, giving my life up to God, starting my morning in prayer, which I never did starting to read verses, sharing uh, my faith with other men outside of the group. And, and um, so you know, starting spiritually bankrupt. And now, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel spiritually fulfilled, but just scratching the surface of it, if that makes any sense. Mm Oh my gosh. I'll tell you what, each one of you all.
1: Yeah. What were you going to say, Casey?
0: uh, Sean Sean shares that Sean has now shares daily verses on our text group too, which is just awesome. Like I I'll have my coffee in the morning. I'm getting ready to do my reading and, like clockwork, We've, this, whole, this whole men's group, every day, Sean, But there goes the text, you know, new, new word, new phrase, yeah. it's been awesome. A-
1: absolutely. Now, one more thing, we, we have four minutes, so this will have to be quickly, get 30, 30 seconds uh, answers to the men who are listening, or even to the women who are considering burdens the blessings, the men who are considering confront and conquer guys, what would you say to them as to why they should consider taking the journey? Why not? Oh. We'll mm. oh. write that one down. What's the John, risk? What do you, uh, I
3: mean, there's there's there, there, there's there limited risk with the potential for great returns. Mm.
1: Write that down because I want you to use that. I'm going to so just write that down. <laughs> I can't. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's good.
3: I, Anybody I, else? Can't I can't stop that? <laughs>
4: that.
1: I can't stop <laughs> that.
0: Like, yeah, there's – you're not going to – you know, you're, you're – Nothing, you're not, you know, you're not going to, your, your car isn't going to blow up if you sign up, right? Like, yeah, I agree with John. Just right. Give it a whirl. Yeah, give it a whirl. Yeah. Find some people you trust. Go onto the website. You won't regret it.
4: And even I'm left speechless.
1: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I, I know that's not. I know that's not yell Yale, because Yel's never been speechless. Yale, that's. Oh, not... <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, this has been great. I knew this hour was going to go go by so quickly. You know, we have a couple minutes. Who has something? I, I want you all to just to speak speak to the listener. Who who has a word to the listener right now? Before we before we conclude, we have a couple of minutes.
2: I'll Someone
1: out there is hurting. Please, Casey.
0: Miss Kim, two things.
2: Two things, I always have two things. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm.
1: listeners, listeners behind the scenes. Casey always speaks in two things. She always says to me two things. So I decided I was going to try to do the first thing. I always remember the first and I forget the second. So Casey, guess <laughs> what? C-
4: C- Casey's two out no in New York. He always brings two by two. <laughs> two by two. There you go, Yale. That's what I needed a little biblical
0: <laughs> reference. Um, two things. Number, number one, I'll repeat something I said before. If you are, congratulations, you are human. We all do it. We're flawed. We have burdens. If That part is not unique. Let that go, please. We're not. Mm-hmm. We're, no, we're not perfect. If you are hurting, if you're in pain, if you think, yes, 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 we all do. We all have it. So it, that is. I, I think Gail said it. Your burden when you come to these groups is the blessing. Bring it with you. We all have yeah. it. Um, mm-hmm. And the yeah. second thing is. You're not joining, a, a, these aren't judgmental, self-righteous groups, okay? Like I literally, John, John, John and I talked about this, while he brought it up on the show. He's like, why, mm-hmm. how do you read the Bible? I'm like, I literally do it. I'm like, dude, I open it up and I pointed to a verse and I started reading. That's just how I started doing it. And now I have some stuff that yeah. I've marked and I can use, but I'm not a scholar. None of us, you know, none of us are. It's that real thing. Right. So if, number one, if you have a burden, we all do. Bring it with you. And number two, this isn't about being a biblical scholar or religious theologian. It's about being a regular guy that wants to just come and have a conversation. That's what this is.
3: Those two things. Mm -hmm. And know that,
4: guys, we don't know know who you are or what your names are or what your burdens are, but know that we, our group now, is praying for all of you. And we're praying that um, someone, even one person, will be led into the group um, because that's all we need. We just need one. We would love more, but we're praying for each and every one of you, um, and we'll continue to pray until you join us.
1: Mm-hmm. Beautiful.
4: Beautiful. Guys, to, uh... thank you
1: all so much. Uh, John, Yale, Sean, and Casey, uh, the representation of our uh, past uh, Confront and Conquer group. You know, if you've been touched by this program, you've, you've heard the men um, invite you. I, I want you to go into the scripture of Matthew eleven twenty eight. That's the greatest invitation. These, are guys, these, these guys are the voices and the hands and the heart of Christ himself because it is Christ who invites each of us. Matthew eleven twenty eight. come to me, you who are weary and burdened. You know, we are weary in this world and we do have our burdens, but there's a great promise at the end of that. Jesus himself says, "But I will give you rest. Friends, that word rest means reversal. God wants us to come to him as we are with all that we have and hand it to him it's just like uh, yes, um, Sean said you know we come to him as we are and then God does incredible things with us you know each of these men has given you lots to think about and so has the, the scripture that we have some of the scripture that we have given you but I will end this with you know with Gideon where the where uh, the angel proclaims to him, you are a mighty warrior. As reluctant as he was at that point, he did reach out. He took those steps and he became that warrior. That's within each and every one of us. God looks at us. He's called us by name. He's given us a purpose and he wants more than anything for us to fulfill that purpose. So if you'd like to know more about this study and how we're going to proceed in this study, if you'd like to be sitting among this group of men that you've just talked about, where you will be welcomed, as John said, where you'll be embraced, where your burden will actually become a blessing to them, please go to our website, go to kimcrable.org, get the programs, slide down to uh, Confront and Conquer, leave us a message, or go to our Facebook page and leave us a message. We'll reach out to you because we are going to start another study. Right, guys? Maybe in a couple months or so, something like that. All right, Casey. I heard you. Give us the concluding word. Get, take us out of this, Casey. Got
0: Give us the concluding word. I believe if you are listening to us right now, that God has already put the thought in your heart and in your mind. He's already planted that seed. So let it grow and step forward in faith. I love what John said. Why not? What do you, what Why do you have not? You? The
1: What's the risk? Absolutely. Absolutely. You're already thinking about God, it. I think- step And I love that. If the the seed's there, if the thought's there, that's the seed. All right, friends. Again, thank you so much for joining us for coffee. Guys, thank you for giving us a full hour of your time. We look forward to seeing you right back here next week on coffee. Until then, keep the conversations going. Goodbye, everybody. To learn more
0: about Kim's books, teaching materials, or to invite Kim to speak at your event, please visit KimCrable.com. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, to learn
1: more, please visit KimCrable.com.